Well, it seems barely a week goes past without hearing about a major brand being hacked by online crooks. Crooks. <laughs> From Canva to Optus and even Medibank, millions of Australian customers have had their personal info leaked onto the dark web, leaving them really vulnerable. It's a scary place right now. Jackson Henry is someone who knows the importance of online security. At just 16 years of age, he hacked into the United Nations as part of a competition. Now that he's finished high school, he's one of the many ethical hackers working to prevent cyber criminals from stealing our data. Okay, this is so interesting. Yeah. Ethical hacker Jackson Henry joins us live to tell us more. Hello. Hey, how are you? And you're just 18. 18 now. 18 years of age. Hacking into the United Nations. Wow, what a big deal. How difficult was that to do? Because you did that like way back two years ago. You were just 16. Yeah, a few years ago now. Mm. So for context, the United Nations operates a vulnerability disclosure program where they invite hackers to come and poke at their systems and see what they can find. So jointly with a few others, we had to go see what we could find. And um, yeah, a couple hours later, stumbled across a, a pretty severe vulnerability, but reported it, gotten it fixed, and yeah, it was a win-win. A couple of hours later, <laughs> just a couple of hours. Wow. Uh, you're now worth working as what we call an ethical hacker. Describe to us what that is. What does it mean? Yeah, so I'd say the role of an ethical hacker would be to, to emulate the tools, the techniques, and the overall mindset of a malicious hacker, but in the hopes of finding vulnerabilities before they do. So it's a sort of con constant push and pull between the good guys and the bad guys to see who can find the flaws first. So you finished Year 12 last year. You haven't gone to uni. You're actually working now for a for a company which offers cybersecurity, I guess. Is that, is that the idea? Yeah, so Australia's largest cyber company, CyberCX. Um, yeah. So left high school, got bored, you know, and, and was lucky enough to, to join their company. So, yeah. Wow, because you're good at this stuff. Wow, now, in the movies, great? what happens here is someone from the dark web comes and offers you $100 million <laughs> to go over there. Um, is that something that's in your... I mean, not that you're being offered money to do that, but in your space, is that a, a common movement? Is it, because that's where people would come to find people like you. Yeah, no, I'd say certainly sort of ransomware groups and cyber criminals um, congregate within within the dark web. But there are nowadays, you know, like we said, ethical hackers and a lot of lot of professionals who are now realising this is a profession, this is a actually a career, and, yeah, right. and going to the to the good side, so to speak, um, yeah. and and yeah, working ethically. Now it's lovely to see you in a beautiful suit and nice boots because I thought you might come in here in a hoodie. Like a dark hoodie. You know in the movies? In the movies. Like you're in dark rooms, you wear dark hoodies. I don't hoodies. know if the movies or just the overlay that we run every time someone gets hacked. <laughs> Is that what it's like in reality? Or so, do you just wear a nice smart button? There's up? some of that, um, yeah. of course. But um, I don't know if you know, I'm quite sunburned at the moment. So in terms of subverting hacker stereotypes, we do go outside um, occasionally. <laughs> um, but no, it certainly varies. I mean, the Medibank hacker who was recently mm. sanctioned by the Australian government, yes. he was pictured by DFAT wearing a, a collared shirt. He was clean cut. He was also wearing quite nice clothes. So it, it, it certainly varies. It's not like it is what, in the movies. What's your relate? Do you have a relationship with it? Is it a, well, you said give and take, push and pull with these people or these organisations all of the time. Is there a, is there, is there a connection? Do you know what I mean? I mean, how do you, they, they know who you are, you know who they are? Yeah, we usually operate in silos, but certainly we're watching what tactics and sort of what the initial access vectors are and how they're hacking into organisations. And when we understand how hackers operate, how they break into systems, where we're well equipped to defend organisations and also try and find vulnerabilities before they do. Wow. What are your tips to stay safe online and prevent being hacked? Because Larry's password on, um, on his... It's like G 
Chase Australia. Now, I, we, I reckon you could guess that. All Prices Right was your previous one. Previous one, yeah. Well, well, give us some tips, because I don't think that's a good password. Yeah, so mm. the, there's three top ones. Like, like you just said, using mm. complex but also unique passwords. So using different passwords for every account. Um, make sure, making sure mm. the passwords that you are using are complex. Mm. Also enabling multi-factor authentication. So worst comes to worst, hackers do get your credentials. There's that second layer of defence. Yeah. I was going to use the password Kylie, but she's way too complex. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, should you, what should you do? And this is, this is a problem for so many people now. What do you do if you've been hacked? And people, someone else has got your data, got your stuff. What do you do? Yeah, and this is, this is the challenging thing, is that once your data's out there, there's actually not much you can do to get it back. Yeah. But what it is about doing is, is minimising the harm that, that sort of that data being out there would, would cause. So mm. rotating credentials, so passwords if they've been leaked, actually mm. changing them, um, and, and to the more extreme end, changing your passport maybe in your 100 points of ID, and companies often assist you to do that, depending if they're at fault. But, yeah, yeah basically minimising the, the impact of that data being out there. Yeah, prevention's better than cure, right? Where, where does Australia's cyber security rank sort of internationally? Yeah, I, I think cybersecurity is front of mind now for yeah. the government, for Australian mm -hmm. businesses and everyday Australians. So this sort of newfound awareness has prompted change. We've seen the release of the Commonwealth Cybersecurity Strategy late mm -hmm. last year, um, and that aims to catapult uh, Australia to be the most cyber-secure nation by 2030. So work is being done and, yeah, time will tell. Oh, this is fascinating. I could talk I know, to you for I hours. know, right? Fascinating. Your parents must be super proud of you because you probably spent lots of time on your computer at home. Yeah, they're both non-technical, so I've got lots of practice, you know, yeah, fixing, fixing, fixing tech and doing it for them. <laughs> but they probably said, get off your computer, but now look at you. You've made a career out of it. When you say cool. super proud, he's probably been hacking their bank accounts since he was four. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, he didn't so, deny it. He didn't yeah. deny it. So great to see you. Be careful in the sun. Um, it's great. <laughs> it's, I, I could, and honestly, talk to you for an hour. This is fantastic. Thanks. Good Jackson. luck with everything that's going on. All right.